Did you know that within you is the most powerful force that has ever existed? The challenge is that we have forgotten who we really are. My mission is to awaken you to understand that what you believe on a subconscious level creates everything in your life and in the world. Energy, thoughts, feelings, patterns, all of it is created by our beliefs and our experiences can be positive or negative. Life doesn't just happen to or for you, it happens from you. Join me on the journey to discover what the eternal truth is within you that sets you free at the deepest level possible. It all starts now. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Truth Method Podcast. I am your guest host, Victoria Anderson, and we're going to be discussing some of the ways that I have learned how to protect my peace, especially during the holiday season. So I know for me personally, it can be really hard to mentally gear up for the holidays and everything that comes along with it. Seeing family in general can be absolutely exhausting in so many ways. I'm the first to say it. I would normally call myself an extroverted introvert. I've learned kind of through my own spiritual journey that I'm fully capable of thriving in environments that are high energy and would usually overstimulate me. But for a while, I would be the type of person to kind of run away every other hour in hiding just so I could get a breath away from everyone. Now, I still do this from time to time, but it looks a little bit different. This past Thanksgiving was the first time I was invited to my boyfriend's family celebration. There were over 20 new faces that I would be meeting, introducing myself to, and getting to know. So if you would have asked me to do this a year ago, I wouldn't have even been in the position to have a boyfriend in the first place. The healing and the breakdown that has happened to me within just this last year has shown me how it's so important to protect my peace and place my insecurities before truth the moment that I feel them. So back to the celebration. I remember the first 15 minutes of everyone being there. I began to kind of feel myself tense up with overstimulation. I could tell that it was causing me to not be myself. I was timid. I was anxious. So I went upstairs and gave myself a break. I closed the door to the bedroom we were staying in and proclaimed right then and there, I love everyone and everyone loves me. I choose to listen and respond in a way that resonates with everyone. I waited, I breathed it out until I felt that it was already true. One of my favorite teachings on the Truth Method app, featured in the Truth Holder membership under Universal Laws, is the Law of Assumption, first introduced by spiritual philosopher Neville Goddard. So the Law of Assumption is a means of manifesting desires by having a state of mind in the feeling that those desires, wishes, and aspirations have already been fulfilled. So Goddard explains that achieving the desired goal has everything to do with your state of mind rather than mere action. How I interpret this is I first have to shift my mind to the end or desired state in order to see it play out in my outward world. Now, I've been fully guilty. I'm raising my hand time and time again of skipping out on the function. For a while during my college years, I would blame migraines, schoolwork, tests, and so many other things 
on reasons why I couldn't meet for family outings, dinners, and any sort of event. It was simply because I was not ready at all to face the emotions, feelings, and the turmoil associated with being around my family. I didn't allow myself access to figuring out how to do it either. I stayed in this state of limbo for about three or four years. I got to a dark place where it genuinely felt like I was completely alone. The belief of being alone single-handedly caused me to self-isolate, making me actually alone when I truly wasn't before. But the first step to shifting this always came from gifting myself grace. My outlook on being social, interacting with my family, and, you know, putting myself out there in any capacity has shifted. I don't want to avoid it anymore. I'm actually excited for it. So now I have to navigate how to approach it in a way that protects my peace, my personal power, and highlights good for everybody that's involved. So who wouldn't want that? But back to Thanksgiving. After I stated my proclamation in the guest bedroom of my boyfriend's parents' house, I sat there and I used my imagination to picture what it would feel like already completed. I never try and actively imagine how something should play out. That is just too much work for me. Rather, I've kind of made a deal with truth to provide that image of my desired result when I shift a belief. So we have all of these beliefs in our subconscious. Once we bring them forward and get the root cause to why they're there in the first place, we can then begin to shift it, which thus shifts all of our outward experiences. In this case, I was shown a flash of all of us laughing in the kitchen when it was time for food. The energy was light, I was laughing, and there was literally nothing to hold fear or doubt over. I asked Truth to solidify this so that it would be so. I went back down and immediately was greeted by the lost aunt that I hadn't met yet. She truly took me under her wing and made it such an incredible day. She even ended up giving me clothes at the end of the day, which I thought was freaking amazing. But when I proclaimed and solidified my outcome, my entire vibe shifted to match everyone's and I felt so much love. I could now see everyone in an authentic lens rather than the fucked up pedestal that I was trying to balance them on. It wasn't real. It needs to go. I humbled myself from any false constructs and by the end of the day, it felt like I was a part of the family. It was beautiful and the first time in my life that I actually didn't want to leave the in-laws. In contrast, I've been in serious relationships in the past. I've been in a couple serious ones that I for sure thought marriage was an end result. And I can tell you, as a matter of fact, three distinct family celebrations that ended in either a nasty car ride home, fighting viciously, or just devastating actions. I look back and I see that I was fighting. Fighting myself first and foremost. Fighting anxiety, fear of rejection, and very heavy imposter syndrome. Everything was a battle and I was exhausted from just trying so hard. It took an acknowledgement of my actions in order to ever shift from repeating them. Only when I found myself at literal rock bottom is when I chose to no longer cooperate with whatever was causing me to keep falling. I didn't know what it was at first, but it was okay because I didn't have to. 
The best thing about truth is that it's easy. You don't have to think it through. You don't have to search for the answers. You simply need a willingness to be open and to receive. Once you establish your surrender to yourself, because you're surrendering first and foremost to you, all you have to do is ask for the answer to be revealed. It has no choice but to come to you. You have called it into your existence, into your awareness, and it has no choice but to come. The secret of all of this is the feeling of it already being completed, resolved, healed, and it works with anything, not just family celebrations. But before I got to this point of personal understanding, I existed in this state of hurt, pain, turmoil. It was a swarm of dissolution. I would fluctuate between getting truth and feeling like I already had things figured out without it. My ego had a big voice and she was willing to use it at any point necessary. I was showing up as a social version of myself, but was it necessarily ideal for me in the long run? I learned soon that if I tried to fake it till I made it, I was biting off more than I could energetically chew. I was forcing myself into a version that wasn't real, wasn't authentic, and this resulted in some crazy things that I thought were unnecessary at the time. I now see how everyone around me was trying to tell me something was off. I just did not want to listen until I realized a pattern was forming around it. I was attracting bullshit. I unknowingly created a vicious cycle of self-deprivation that I was single-handedly fueling by my beliefs. So this sucks. How do I get out of the cycle? How do I break the pattern of fear, anxiety, anger, and doubt? At this point, I had already ended most relationships and isolated myself from family and friends. You know, the holidays were really the only reason I would have to see the people that I was trying to run from. So New Year's Eve 2018 was the turning point for me. I was living in a house with three other girls. My room was up on the top floor and it automatically kind of made me feel separate from the rest of them. So having so many other insecurities, I found myself alone on New Year's Eve with nothing to do. I was recently single from a very toxic relationship. So I called my mom, the beautiful host of this podcast, and asked her if she was doing anything that night. She invited me to come out with her friends and we ended up going to this five-course dinner experience that was freaking amazing. I automatically came... (laughs) With an energy of like, ugh, I'm the youngest. They aren't even going out after. This is so lame. I didn't want to go to just dinner tonight. And like looking back on it, I was snotty. I see it was because I wasn't allowing my needs to be met. Here I was in a serious capacity to enjoy my night. And I sat there quiet with my food, waiting for the next thing instead of fully being present and making the most of the situation. I see now how it could have shifted to be all that I wanted it to be and more. Instead, I went home immediately after and missed out on like an entire night of downtown shenanigans. So after this happened on a couple different occasions, I realized it was a pattern that wasn't just around the holidays and wasn't just with my family. I had forgotten any state of peace 
what it meant to fully make the most of life. And I had this obsessive control to only cooperate with something if it met my construed expectations for life. Since I've gotten truth and been practicing and have done this for a couple years now, I'm beginning to see how my expectations are changing. They haven't lowered, but they're simply aligning with what I truly want for myself. Instead of this false idea of power and popularity, it's genuine power and popularity based on staying true to my purpose. It's completely different and a lot more fulfilling than the false path I was trying to create. But in my experience, anything that is false cannot withstand the weight of life. It crumbles over time and keeps you existing in this like fragile state. So back to my story. I've realized that I'm cooperating with this pattern. I want to change it, but how do I even begin? I just started practicing small. I surrendered and admitted that I didn't know the answers yet, but that I desired for them to be revealed in a way that best resonated with me. I began to notice every single time I felt a resistance towards something that made me feel uncomfortable or off. Most of the time it was happening at my job. A conflict would happen with a coworker, some sort of drama would break out, and I would go back into the back office, take a deep breath, and say out loud, even if it was just a whisper, what I wanted the situation to look like. If there was, you know, an argument, I would see it resolved. If it was a problem with a customer, I would see us both responding with love. I began to do it every time I felt like running away. If something would occur and it made me feel constricted and uneasy, I would seriously push myself into a spot where I was alone and kind of force myself to be like, okay, this sucks. How do I want it to shift? What would that look like? I would begin to do it every time I felt like running away and I began to be able to do it without leaving the situation or having to be alone. Eventually, I could just think it and it would happen right before me. It was one of the coolest things. But every single time I did this, I would, without hesitation, see a shift in the situation that led to the resolution of it. So at first, I would come back. It could be a coworker, you know, apologizing or asking for us to work things out or have a discussion. It could be cracking the right joke to a customer to diffuse a situation and solving their problem efficiently. And over time, I began to proclaim things before I got into a situation. So before I got to work, I would specifically say every single day, I love everyone and everyone loves me. And I would let it go and head to clock in. And one day, this was kind of the tipping point of, okay, this is real. One day, my assistant manager walked past me as I was getting some food from the line And he whispered to me and he said, I love you. You're my favorite. And the feeling I received from them was the same one I was giving out every day before my shift. It resonated, was matched, and was returned to me as confirmation. The best thing about doing this is it's testable. It can be proven in your life as soon as you genuinely believe it. Anything has the potential to change and shift the moment you assume it to be so. And so as I grew in this practice, I began to try it on other areas that were the most difficult for me to face, which ultimately was my family. In my experience, after doing this for a little bit, it's easier to start on those you aren't closest to 
because we aren't always authentically, energetically ready to face those bigger relationships until we have some practice. So every single family dinner or road trip to see family, I would sit in my car before going in and proclaim my intentions just like I did at work. If I knew I was going into an already existing conflict, like, you know, mom and grandma are getting into it, I would proclaim that my addition created a resolution, brought joy, brought happiness, shifted the situation no matter what. If I had any sort of fear towards facing unappealing questions, you know, we all get asked those uncomfortable questions during the holidays that we just aren't ready to face, I would proclaim that the desire to ask them be squashed, diminished, and that interests would be steered toward productive conversation where everybody feels included, happy, loved, cherished, and it brings the spirit of the holidays and celebration and togetherness rather than trying to pick apart our differences. If I had any anxiety physically or mentally, I would proclaim that I was in control of my body. Nothing on this earth had the power to put me in a state of tremor. Doing this before any event that I went to kind of solidified my personal power before something happened and broadcasted an energetic forecast of how I wanted and stated things would go. The universe had no choice but to rise to the occasion and fulfill my beliefs. It happens just the same as it did when I was creating really shitty experiences. Instead, I now shift everything to protect my peace. But I started with baby steps, breaking it down and practicing until I felt ready to tackle the bigger relationships. I had grace for myself and allowed myself to pull back when I wasn't ready I listened to when I felt uncomfortable in those situations and allowed myself to step back in order to receive those answers that I craved. And it was a huge learning experience that took me years doing it on my own. Now I want and cherish the time I get to spend with my family. It means the absolute world to me. And I know that nothing affects me anymore. If something happens and a conflict does occur... I have the tools to correct it without missing a beat. It's not like it tackles me, it crushes me, it takes my power, it drains my energy like it used to. I mean, I remember crying at family dinners before because I just felt so embarrassed about where I was in my life. But now I know I'm not affected by anything unless I cooperate with it and allow it to affect me. This goes for holidays and beyond. My peace is untouchable. And I walk through life with the perspective of finding beauty, love, and discovery within everything that I do. If you are interested in learning more about spiritual laws, universal truths, and techniques to break the illusion of what seems scary, click on the links in our footer to access the Truth Method app, one-on-one coaching, and so much more. We love that you tuned in to this week's episode of the Truth Method Podcast, and we wish you all a beautiful new year and holiday season. We are here for you always, and we'll support you on this journey. See you next week. Thanks for listening to the Truth Method Podcast. If you liked what you heard, please rate, review, and share with your friends. And if you haven't already, subscribe to get notifications for new episodes. Check out my YouTube channel where you have access to podcasts and other videos. I welcome your feedback and we are always here for you. Reach out to me directly through truthmethod.com and 
Thank you for listening.